Welcome to the We Are Rivers podcast, where we tell stories about the rivers that connect us. I'm Paige Buono, your host. Whether you're a longtime listener or this is your first episode, we're excited to have you in today. After the episode, please consider taking a moment to rate and comment about We Are Rivers. We really appreciate the feedback. Today's episode is part of our ongoing desire to understand and celebrate people's unique reasons for pursuing conservation and stewardship. Some humans seem to root their passion in science, some in personal experience, and some in tradition. For others, stewardship is rooted in faith. It's this last connection that we'll learn more about during today's bilingual podcast with Pastora Mary Rocio Cañas and Pastor Juan Almanza, and acting as their interpreter, Andres Almanza. I am Andres Almanza. I am uh, the beautiful son of these two wonderful parents, <laughs> uh, and I am just uh, the interpreter today. Sorry about that. <laughs> Before we get introduced to Mary and Juan, I want you to be able to picture the setup. Mary is seated between Andres and Juan on a couch. They're all crowded together around the computer screen. They're patient with one another, leaving ample pause so Andres can translate, laughing when family dynamics enter in. For example, they joke, and Juan is the one who initiates it, that he's a pastor and could talk all day. Here are Mary and Juan with a bit about who they are and their relationship to their faith. My name is Mary Rocío Cañas. We are pastors of the Iglesia Centro de Adoración Familiar. And for us, it's important to have the faith as to be something of leadership in the community. Her name is Mary Rocío Cañas. She's the uh, senior pastor of Centro de Adoración Familiar here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, for her, it's important to have living faith as well as activism because it, it shows what the church is truly about. Mi nombre es Juan Manuel Almanza. Son, con mi familia somos uh, emigrados de Colombia hacia acá hace unos 18 años. Vinimos hacia California primero, luego hacia la ciudad de Las Vegas. Y allí fundamos hace 17 años el Centro de Adoración Familiar. He is Juan Almanza. Uh, we migrated here about 18 years ago from Bogota, Colombia. We initially moved to California and about after a year of living there, we moved to Las Vegas and founded Centro de Adoración Familiar. I asked Pastor Almanza and Pastor Rocio to describe their services. I wanted to be able to imagine what it was like to be in their church. ¿Puedes contar un poco sobre los cultos y sobre la congregación? ¿Qué edades Creo que los cultos eh, tratamos de hacerlos modernos, contemporáneos. Tenemos el grupo de alabanza en vivo, el cual eh, está muy bien preparado, digamos, para, para la reunión. Y tenemos un, una congregación relativamente joven, madura joven. Es más o menos, más o menos lo que, lo que llegan. La mayoría son primera, segunda generación de hispanos aquí. Eh, un gran porcentaje bilingüe y somos muy activos. Our um, congregation, our services, we try to keep it uh, contemporary and modern. Uh, we have, you know, life worship with a well-prepared uh, band and worship team. Our congregation tends to be a little bit on the younger side, but uh, very contemporary, very mature uh, for for a couple for you know for their age, and they usually are 
first or second generation of Latino immigrants to the United States. And so a lot of them are uh, very uh, able in both English and Spanish. También uh, es una iglesia de sana doctrina. Somos una iglesia que sirve a la comunidad. Somos una iglesia que nos apegamos a lo que dice la, la Biblia. Y bueno, ahí estamos. Es una buena mezcla, tanto de jóvenes, niños, adultos, ancianos. Y ahí estamos para trabajar. We're a church of uh, good doctrine. Uh, we stick to what the Bible says and uh, we try not to take it out of context. Uh, we're also very uh, accepting and we have a wide variety as well of, you know, uh, older folks and, and kids and everything. So this church of a few hundred people is part of a bigger community in the middle of Las Vegas. I asked them about the city they call home. In Las Vegas, uh, Vegas actualmente tiene como dos y medio millones de habitantes. Ha crecido exponencialmente en los últimos 15 años. Cuando llegamos, éramos 500 mil personas. Living in Las Vegas uh, are about 2.5 million people. Uh, it's exponentially grown within the last 15 years. When we first moved here, uh, it was around 500,000. Given their location and the insane growth of Vegas, I was really curious how Pastora Rocio and Pastora Almanza thought about the Colorado River. Bueno, eh, la, la conexión que nosotros tenemos con el río Colorado es eh, directa, es total. Y en alguna entrevista que de un informe que hizo Univision hace unos años atrás, uh, la conclusión que pudimos sacar es podemos tener una ciudad magnífica en arquitectura con un gran crecimiento, pero si no hay agua, eso no sirve de nada. Por eso es una conexión directa uh, que tenemos con el río Colorado a través de la del Lake Mead. So we have a direct and total connection with uh, the Colorado River and Lake Mead. Um, a couple years back, a new station um, reported that even though we are a, a growing city with a magnificent, magnificent uh, architecture and everything, uh, if we don't have that water source, if we don't have that accessibility to water, it doesn't matter so, um, because our city would fail. And so that is why we have a direct and total connection and dependency on Lake Mead and Colorado River. Para nosotros que estamos literalmente en el desierto, es súper importante el cuidar los ríos que tenemos cerca porque de allí pues mana la vida, o sea, el agua es tan vital para, para poder vivir y para poder desarrollarse. Entonces creo que en todo lugar el agua tiene un valor importante, pero aquí en el desierto tiene un plus donde es más importante aún cuidarlo. We are literally in the middle of a desert and so uh, we have a high responsibility to, to take care of these uh, water sources that we have because from them uh, stems life. And so the water is incredibly valuable no matter wherever you are, wherever you go. Here in the desert, we have to have that extra carefulness and that extra uh, willingness to protect our water sources because they are our only water sources. Given this concern and this direct relationship, I was curious how their connection to the Colorado River was related, if at all, to their faith. Um, manteniendo en mente la conexión y el valor que tenemos al agua que tenemos aquí, 
cómo conectamos o si conectamos nuestra relación de fe. Y... Claro, nuestra fe tiene que ver todo, absolutamente, con, la, con el cuidado no solo del río Colorado, y de todo lo, pero de todos los recursos naturales. De hecho, no han pasado uno o dos capítulos en la Biblia cuando ya se ha dado la ordenanza de cuidar la creación de Dios. Um, there is definitely a connection between our faith and taking care of our uh, natural resources. Um, apart, not just our waters, but all our natural resources. It's, it's crazy that the Bible um, starting out, not even two chapters in there is already in order from God telling us that we have to take care of our environment. With this mandate in mind for protecting the earth, I wondered if Pastora Rocio and Pastora Almanza considered themselves activists or how they thought about their relationship to caring for the natural world. Yo no me creo uh, activista. Creo que somos, en, en nuestro caso, eh, como se dijo al principio, queremos ser pastores de sana doctrina y la sana doctrina incluye eh, lo que le interesa a la comunidad del medio ambiente incluye la vida espiritual, incluye el proveer alimento, eh, incluye en mejorar el bienestar del, de las personas que podamos en todas las áreas, no solamente en el área espiritual, sino en todas las áreas que podamos aportar, allí vamos a estar. Uh, I don't qualify myself as, as an activist, I'd rather qualify myself as a pastor of good doctrine. Uh, because a pastor of good doctrine doesn't just focus on uh, people's spiritual well-being, but it also focuses on teaching the good doctrine, uh, taking care of the environment, on providing food if necessary, on making sure that everyone in every family of a con congregation and our community is striving. Um, they, they focus on being good pastors and uh, fulfilling every need of that person, not just spiritually. Bueno, yo no me considero activista, no por lo que quiera decir la palabra, sino porque en la actualidad activista está como, como mal re, redefinido. Yo preferiría asumir el rol que nos dio Dios, que es el de ejercer una mayordomía sobre la creación. Porque los activistas técnicamente hacen actividades, pero el mayordomo eh, ejerce un dominio y aún las actividades están incluidas dentro de su mayor dominio. No quiero decir con eso que las actividades sean malas, son complementarias. Not really, um, and not because of what the word uh, activist or, um, or, what, or the connotation that activism has come to mean, but rather because um, in the Bible we are given the title of stewards and, and exercising a stewardship over the environment and um, an activist focuses a lot on creating activities in order to bring awareness. That is only a part of what a steward does. A steward takes care um, and is, does many other activities and also, yes, creates activities. And so he, he takes on the term uh, a steward. And he doesn't mean to um, dismissed that activities are bad or say that activities are bad, but they are just a part of it and uh, they're complementary to the rest of the world. 
Pastor Almanza, Pastor Rocio, and Andres Almanza are all active in Latino Conservation Week, which takes place every year. Here's what that looks like for their church. Que, uh, en, en, entre el relmo de ser un mayordomo, eh, nosotros hacemos, eh, tomamos por calendario los bautizos dentro de esa semana. Entonces vamos hacia el río Colorado y allí vamos en familia. Obviamente como buenos hispanos llevamos, llevamos comida, llevamos cosas, vamos con la familia y se hacen los bautizos, que es algo muy, muy importante para nosotros como cristianos. Y luego de eso, los niños tienen su tiempo de recreación, todos comparten, conviven. Y también tenemos otras actividades donde les hemos enseñado a los chicos, donde se lleva un parque natural y tomamos guías de cómo arreglar semillas o cómo levantar maleza o cosas así. Uh, so as a church, in our calendar, we save baptism activities and just uh, to be a part of it and to uh, place it within the realm of Latino Conservation Week. Uh, and we don't make it a, a baptism event, but we make it a whole family event. We, we go together as a church. We take things to do as a cookout and, you know, we do the baptisms and then after the baptisms uh, are over, uh, we allow for children to play and enjoy the river and enjoy nature uh, as well as to, you know, teach them to preserve it. We also hold other and have held other activities where we go to national parks, national monuments, and we take courses on how to plant seeds, on how to conserve, on how to um, clean up weeds and invasive species. Uh, and we, we, we like to provide those opportunities of uh, growing the knowledge for everyone. Sí, son varias las maneras en que nos hemos conectado, aparte de lo que mi esposa comentó, también nos hemos llevado a pescar, nos hemos llevado a... Uy, yo recuerdo que es lo más caliente que hemos vivido aquí, y yo creo que se estaba arriba de 115, 120 grados, a, a quitar una, unas plantas invasivas sobre un, la salida de un río, eh, hemos navegado sobre el río, hemos ido a la represa, eh, estamos siempre en contacto eh, de, de, que desarrollen diferentes actividades. We've, we've done several activities. Uh, we've gone fishing uh, one time when it was, I think, the hottest that you know, we've experienced out in the summer. It was 115 degrees. Uh, we went to uh, hot springs to remove an invasive, invasive species of plant. From a, a, a side the stream, we've also gone to the Hoover Dam. Uh, we, we we like to provide these opportunities so that everyone has an opportunity to grow in knowledge and uh, put into practice uh, how to conserve. No sé si lo pueda decir, pero pero lo voy a decir. <laughs> pero lo voy a decir. No sé si lo pueda decir, pero lo voy a decir. Ah, ahorita acabamos de hacer el libro. No, no, no he pedido autorización. Hicimos un libro de colorear con acceso hispano. Obviamente ellos, eh, ellos estuvieron allí, me pidieron que ayudara a liderar el proyecto. Eh, hicimos un libro de colorear con todo lo que es la importancia del cuidado ambiental y cómo se hace para pasar de un bill a una ley. Entonces, estamos ahorita todavía sacando eso. Um, 
So this really amazing thing happens right here where Mary goes and gets one of the coloring books that she helped create. And she holds it up to the screen and flips through it to show me. This central character is this proud she squirrel. And Mary gets really animated when she's showing me this and talking about her experience. It's clearly been a labor of love. She's smiling this big, warm smile and I can't stop grinning back. Additionally, Pastora Rocio and Pastora Almanza partnered recently with the Hispanic Access Foundation on a Heartwired to Love the Ocean initiative. The initiative itself is a collaboration between the Hispanic Access Foundation, Goodwin Simon Strategic Research, and Wonder Strategies for Good. Together, these groups provide guidance and support to organizations that are trying to bring about social change. The Heartwired approach leverages the ways that emotions, values, beliefs, identity, and lived experiences all shape people's attitudes and behaviors and emphasizes storytelling and empathy and messaging that can help to persuade audiences to act for social good, like taking care of rivers and oceans. Bueno, el programa de Hardwired el año pasado nos contactaron eh, para el proyecto de Océanos. Nos encantó ese proyecto. Se hicieron dos, cuatro videos, una versión larga, una versión corta, en inglés y en español. Creo que ellos los tienen, los están usando. Nosotros los movimos por redes sociales. Nos encantó trabajar con ellos. Eh, son bastante eh, fácil de comunicarse con ellos y digamos que pudimos desarrollar un proyecto muy bonito con esos océanos este año estamos desarrollando ya otros nuevos proyectos y ha sido una experiencia muy interesante porque tal vez ellos no son nominacionalmente una organización cristiana y tal vez tenían como una imagen distorsionada de que nosotros no participamos en eso pero so about a year ago, uh, they contacted us to work with them on a project about oceans, and they immediately loved the idea, and they wanted to participate. Uh, we love the ocean. And, uh, so within that project, we created four videos uh, that uh, we believe that they have the videos, um, but we also move them all all across our social media and it's about, you know, conservation and keeping the oceans clean. Spanish and English. Uh, they're in Spanish and in English. And uh, this year we're working on other projects with them. And I think they were honestly a little hesitant to reach out to us because um, of, of, you know, the misconception of, you know, them not being a, a Christian organization and not knowing what to expect with working with Christian leaders. Uh, but I think, you know, we've, we've created a really wonderful uh, partnership and relationship, and they're really great to work with, and uh, they're really easy to communicate with. Para mí fue un, un trabajo muy agradable porque ellos también aportaron a nosotros acerca de las cinco mentalidades, las cuales no solamente nos, nos sirve o nos proyecta para el programa, sino para muchas otras cosas. Entonces, Tomamos lo de los videos utilizando las, las cinco uh, mentalidades que nos enseñaron y esos videos creo que fueron de, de mucha, mucho alcance. E hicimos también varios póster y creo que se alcanzó a lograr eh, algo de lo que se esperaba. Fue, fue muy agradable trabajar con ellos. Um, 
it was very pleasing working with them. Uh, not only did, you know, did we help them out, but they definitely instructed us in, you know, the five mentalities of, of how people learn and, and how people um, perceive things. And we, we took that information and we applied it to the videos that we made with them. And I think that uh, being able to apply that information really allowed us to uh, make the videos quite successful as, as they were quite successful. And um, we, it was really pleasing to work with them because uh, we both got something out of, out of working with each other. With their concern about the river and about oceans, I wondered what feels most important to them right now. What has them concerned? Yo pienso que el calentamiento global es una cosa que está está alterando todo aquí en la tierra. Porque el calentamiento el calentamiento global ha hecho que haya menos zonas cultivables, menos agua. Cuando hay menos donde cultivar, menos agua y menos comida y hay hambre. I think uh, global warming and climate change is, is something that's at the top of the list. It's something that's affecting everything here on Earth right now. Okay. Pienso que lo importante para, para nosotros como, como humanidad es la educación. Cuando te educas, entiendes el por qué y lo haces y eres consciente, como que es un, una um, algo que va en secuencia, ¿no? Entiende, la, como que la educación concientiza. La, ¿no? la educación concientiza. Cuando no estás educado es cuando no eres consciente del reciclar, del cuidar, del hacer, del venir, del tal vez eh, tener una voz todo eso. Entonces pienso que una de las cosas que tenemos que derrumbar primero es la no educación. ¿Y cómo la derrumbamos? Educando a nuestra gente. I think one of the things that, the, uh, that is currently important is education and knowledge because when you don't have knowledge and when you're not educated on something, you're not conscious about something, you're not aware of something. Uh, and I think that when you're not aware of it, you're not intentional, you know, taking care of, uh, you don't know why you're doing something or why you should do something. And so uh, when we start educating people, when we start making them aware of why things are important, you start finding that. And one of the biggest threats right now is lack of education or lack of knowledge um, as to why to do things. And how do you fight that? Well, you fight that with education and you fight that with knowledge. After we heard from Mary and Juan, I asked Andres what was top of his mind when it came to this stuff too. Um, I think it's important to have people on the right platform. Uh, there's, as we talked about, misconceptions and lack of knowledge. I think it's uh, a lot of people who are making the strides and, and pushing are people who are very hopeful. And while I think that that is amazing, we also need to have people that are fully prepared to make those changes, right? Um, RGB said that women are to be uh, where decisions are being made. And I also take that in, 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 in any impact, right? Uh, if you want to make change, you have to be where those decisions are being made, where where those uh, people are taking the decisions. Y estamos tan conectados con la naturaleza que la tierra es 70% agua, 30% tierra. Y nuestro cuerpo humano es 70% agua y el otro es tierra. Y la tierra tiene entre 17 y 19 elementos químicos y cuatro gases. Y el cuerpo humano tiene los mismos 17 a 19 elementos y los mismos cuatro gases. Somos tierra. 
una conexión más directa es difícil encontrarla. Uh, we're so connected to nature that the, the planet Earth is 70% water and 30% land or soil. And our bodies are actually 70% water and you could say that the other 30% are soil. Earth is composed of roughly 17 to 19 um, components and minerals uh, and four gases. And so is Earth. Uh, we have the same makeup of uh, elements. Uh, the Bible says uh, you are from dust you come and dust you will be. Um, it's hard to find a more direct connection. <laughs> Creo que de, de lo importante es simplemente no puedes pasar por la tierra sin dejar una huella positiva de ello para las generaciones que vienen atrás. Creo que tienes la eh, necesidad de marcar positivamente tu entorno para que puedas decir que valió la pena el tiempo que estuviste aquí. Y hago lo de nuestras próximas generaciones. Um, I think it's important to mention that you cannot live your life on this earth uh, and leave without leaving a positive impact, without leaving a positive footprint for the future generations and, and for generations to come. It's important that, you know, we take care of the environment and that we uh, conserve everything that there is so that those future generations can also uh, leave a positive uh, footprint on, on today's earth. And, and we can show that and not just talking about our generations, but also those future generations and make them aware that it's also part of their job to leave those positive impacts. I keep thinking about that bilingual coloring book, The Little Squirrel Protagonist, who guides readers and artists through the journey of understanding why the natural environment is so important, why we care about things like rivers, and how important it is to take those connections, that care, and to turn it into action. If ever there was a thing that could bring people together across beliefs and backgrounds, it's hard to believe that the water we drink, bathe in, are baptized in, float in, and find solace watching, isn't it? Thank you for being with us today on the We Are Rivers podcast. Today's episode was produced by Faye Hartman and Paige Buono. We'll be back next month, and we welcome and appreciate your feedback and your ideas in the meantime. Until then. <laughs>